Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027, and it is great to be back with you again this morning. To all who were part of the Teddython on Friday, to all who gave generously, to all who came and visited us, a huge thank you. I find it such a privilege to be part of the Teddython, and I'm always in awe of the generosity of the listeners of Hot 1027. Now this morning I'm not going to be looking at giving, instead we're going to be looking at a tax collector who used to take from the people, and so we are back with tax collectors. Last week we looked at the tax collector and the Pharisee in the temple, the tax collector coming before God and saying, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner, and the Pharisee saying, I thank God that I'm not like any of those, especially the tax collector. And of course Jesus saying that the tax collector went home right with God, not the Pharisee. Now this week we move on to Zacchaeus, and what we find in Zacchaeus, of course, is a tax collector, another tax collector, who repents. So let me read you from Luke chapter 19. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was extremely wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man he could not, because of the crowd. He ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And so Zacchaeus came down and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. When Zacchaeus encountered Jesus, and Jesus invited himself to Zacchaeus' house, Zacchaeus' heart was changed. So who was Zacchaeus? We know he was a chief tax collector, but he probably started out as an ordinary Jewish person. Perhaps an ordinary person like you and I. And then he became corrupt and he made a lot of money by taking money from a lot of his own people. And when I look at this, I think that we need to be very careful because it is so easy for us to be tempted to do the wrong thing as Zacchaeus was. And obviously the idea of being wealthy and living a good life tempted him and he moved away from his faith. But then when he encounters Jesus, of course, he sees his own heart and he completely repents And not only repents, but restores that which is taken from others. And when I see this, I also think that we need to then, every single day, put on the armor of God so that we don't get tempted to do the wrong thing. And that's why Paul keeps stressing this armor of God. And moving from Zacchaeus, I'm going to look at the armor of God because how do we ensure that we don't become like a Zacchaeus? Maybe we won't take money from people. I hope we won't take money from people, but we might do something else. So how do we ensure that we walk in the right path with God and not become like the tax collector and not become like the Pharisee for that matter in last week's lesson? And the only way we can do that is if we put on the armor of God because we are constantly exposed to a whole lot of things in the world that might corrupt us in one way or another and it might not be an obvious thing. And so we need to ensure that we are covered and put on the armor of God as we go out into the world. And so reading from Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus, chapter 6, verse 10, we read Paul saying, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. 
Put on the full armor of God, so you can take your stand against evil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so when the day comes, you will be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, you will continue to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition, take up your shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kind of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Now, we're going to look at this in more detail in a moment, but just to again reiterate what I'm saying, Zacchaeus was probably a normal human like you or I who became corrupt with the idea of making money and when he made a little bit then it became easy and so he took more and more. There are of course much um, smaller things that we could do, that we are tempted to do, that are wrong, that are not the way of God, that are not the way God is calling us to behave. And therefore each and every morning I do pray this prayer of protection over myself and over my family. And I'm going to go into it in more detail in a moment. But first on the Mighty Hot 1027, I worship you. Sunrise with Shona. Hot 1027. I worship you on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. This is Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. And it's wonderful to be with you. If you've just joined us this morning, I'm looking at Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, and I'm looking at the armor of God. Now, Paul uses this metaphor because it is one that would have been well understood in those days, considering that the Jewish people were under Roman rule and they saw Roman soldiers all the time. When we look at the pieces of armor, I want to look at the helmet first. So we would talk about the helmet of salvation. For a Roman soldier, the helmet protected his head and cheeks. Our helmet of salvation is our salvation in Christ, which protects us, and it also protects us from ideas that are not of God, from accusations, from false lures, false teaching, lies, and so on. And so we put the helmet of salvation on and protect our mind from those things that are not of God. We then put on the breastplate of righteousness. A breastplate was used by soldiers as a body armor protecting the chest and the heart. It was tucked into the belt. It was made of leather with metal such as bronze laid over the top. We have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We are made righteous through the work that Jesus did on the cross, not through our own work. And we put on Christ, if you like, so that when God looks at us, he sees Jesus. I suppose in another way, it's also a reminder that we are covered by the blood of Christ. We are covered by Jesus and Jesus' protection as we go out into the world. If we look at the belt of truth, for a Roman soldier, the belt held everything together and it held his sword. So when we put on the belt of truth, which is the truth of the gospel, it holds everything together for us through the day. If we look at the shield of faith, a Roman soldier had a huge shield. It was four feet tall and one and a half foot wide, and it protected the soldiers from arrows. It was made from wood, leather, and metal. Now we need to hold up that shield of faith, which will put out every flaming arrow sent us by the evil one. And we need to remember that even mustard-sized faith can move mountains. Therefore, 
how much more are we protected by this huge shield of faith in God? The sword of the Spirit is obviously the word of the Spirit, and for a Roman soldier, the sword could pierce just about anything. It was his form of attack, and it was a powerful weapon. Our most powerful weapon is the word of God. We need to know it well, and we, used to use, we need to use it against all attacks of the enemy. Even Jesus in the desert used the word of God to protect him from the temptations. And so all of us need to know the word of God and keep it buried in our hearts so that when we are under attack, we don't need to go looking, but we already know God's word. The shoes of the gospel, obviously, if we look at normal shoes, they were very important to any soldier, especially the Roman soldiers who had to march very long distances and move quickly because they were, after all, occupying huge territories. And so our shoes are the shoes of readiness to share the gospel of truth and peace. If we look further in the Bible, we'll see other references to armor, also written by Paul. In Romans 13, 11 to 12, he talks about people who put on the armor of light, and I actually love that. Put on the armor of light. Where there is light, there cannot be darkness. And in 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul asks us to put on faith and love as our breastplate, and again, to put on the helmet of salvation. So this theme, this metaphor of putting on the armor of God is strong in Paul's writings. And I feel it's very, very important to us as we live in this world. If we want to remain on the path that God has chosen for us, we need to go out protected. As you reflect on that, coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, Tell Out My Soul. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Tell Out My Soul on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. This is Sunrise with Shona. We've been looking at Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. We've been looking at it in the sense that we all need to put on our armor so that we don't become like the tax collector Zacchaeus and do the wrong thing because temptations are out there for all of us. Paul knew how easy it was for us to be distracted and to move off the path that God has chosen. He knew how much we needed this protection and he couldn't think of a better metaphor than to put on the armor of a Roman soldier because that's what the people saw all around them. So what does it mean for you and I? What does it mean for us before we go out? Well, I feel, and I do, as I said, pray this every day for my family and for myself. I believe we go out in the protection of God into a world where not everything is godly. And therefore, we can live this fullness of life that God promises because we do it in the power of God, walking in the way of God, because we are protected by God. When I think of this prayer, I also want to think of the ending of the prayer. When I've done all of this, and I'm going to read you what I normally pray each and every day, I also say we put on the cloak of humility so that all the glory goes to God. And when we think of the Pharisee last week, he was praying, thank you God that I'm not like other people, and especially not like that tax collector. We need to remember that we have to come before God humble. And when we're walking in the power of God, amazing and wonderful things might happen, but we need to remember to reflect that glory to God and not to take it into ourselves and allow it to feed our ego. And so this is the prayer, and I'm just going to share it with you, that I pray each and every day for myself and my family. I say, Lord, I put on the helmet of salvation. Your helmet of salvation protects me. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I thank you, Jesus, that I'm covered in your righteousness. And when God looks at me, he sees you. Or when God looks at me and my family, he sees you. I put the belt of truth on us. Thank you that the truth of the gospel holds everything together. I hold up a huge shield of faith. Thank you, Lord, that this shield puts out every flaming arrow sent to me by the evil one. 
and protects all of us. I wield the sword of the Spirit, and I pray that my whole family will too. Teach us, Lord, to know this weapon and to use it powerfully against evil. And we put on the shoes of the gospel, swift and ready, spread your news. And as I said, I then end the prayer with, and over this, Lord, we put on the cloak of humility so that all the glory goes to you. I hope that you found that interesting. I hope that you found that helpful. And even if you don't want to pray that whole prayer, I do believe that every single day we should be asking for God's protection over us, over our loved ones, and all those that we pray for. To wrap up this morning, shine Jesus, shine, and shout to the Lord. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you, and may you put on the full armor of God each and every day as you go out into the world to live. If you need to get hold of me, you can do so on Shona at hot1027.co.za. Have a wonderful week. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027.